Hello, buddy. Welcome to the Cookies and Jam Enjoy. podcast, episode one. Yes, sir. Part of the Two Friends, One Big Wasted Time podcast feed. I'm your host, Garrett, with my second host, Colin. How's it going? My first time on the show. I'm excited. And his first podcast. Yes, sir. Are you excited? I'm a little nervous, but more excited than nervous. <laughs> this is going to be an NBA podcast going over all things NBA and a lot of miscellaneous stuff in the NBA. We're yeah. going to be doing drafts, lists, uh, a couple quiz shows here and there, uh, just some obscure topics, uh, and a couple day-to-day things with yeah. the NBA. Uh, it is March 18th right now. Uh, we are in the middle of the weird lockout season where everything is delayed right now. We have our trade deadline a week from now. Yes. Uh, how have you been enjoying this season? You know, this season has been pretty interesting. Um, there's been a lot of surprises this year. I feel like several players, or in, in teams in general, who are better than what I expected and worse than I expected. There's definitely, yeah. If you look at the East right now, uh, it's specifically, wild. Yeah. It's wild. How is this happening? Like, I looked at the standings a few days ago. I was like, I. I would have never have guessed this. Like, yeah. you could have told me this was the standings. I'm like, guy. Ah, the Hawks lying. just won six games in a row and are now in the right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Granted, those teams are meh, but it doesn't yeah. matter if you win six games in a row <laughs> in the NBA. Like, you're doing something right. Not the way I intended to start off this podcast talking about the Hawks. Uh, we are going to be doing for our first segment a little NBA futures uh, segment where we are going to be going over. Four different topics: uh, team with teams with good futures going forward, teams with underrated futures going forward, overrated futures, and just horrible franchises yes. that have no hope. Terrible. Should we start? Po- let's start positive first. Let's do it. It's the first podcast. I like it. So let's I like let's it. start positive. Right. Colin, yes. uh, what NBA franchise has a good future ahead of them? Okay, so this is one of my favorite teams. Uh, let's define what we're talking. What? Yeah, when you say it, uh, describe what future you're talking about. Just like like re- like. They, this year or like three years from now right yeah like they're gonna be good now they're gonna be good in the future like they've got good talent their talent is young like they're either a problem now or they're gonna be a problem to deal with in the future like mm-hmm. they're just have potential to just be a problem for the next few years and they're already a problem now so just a lot of problems yes a little bit of all that so but one team that i think has a great future is the philadelphia 76ers I think a team that looked uh, looked like a horrible future, right? Yes, well, was a horrible future season. for a while, and then Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons kind of figured out how to play with each other. But yes, like I think Doc Rivers, and I kind of made oh, yeah. that point here, <laughs> is a the big two reason. Big factors, is yes, a GM and a coach, right? They matter, yes, and I feel like Doc Rivers is kind of an overrated coach, but from what I've heard from people in podcast saying is he knows how to relate to players and like, he's, he's a, a player's, yeah, coach, player's coach for sure. And I think doc rivers like has a respect of his two best players and Ben Simmons and Joel Abid. And, and if you can get your two best players to buy into what the coaches is saying, then you can get everybody to buy in. And so I feel like that is a huge reason why they're a good team for the future. And <clears throat> also, I looked up like picks incoming and outcoming. They just have like second round picks incoming and outcoming. Nothing like super major. So they're not losing any like big draft picks. Like next year or this upcoming draft, they have a 2021 second round pick from New York. And and then in 2022, like they're losing their second round pick to either Minnesota or Miami. And so I kind of looked at this as like, okay, which teams 
aren't really like getting rid of that many draft picks, which teams aren't really like they're not spending a ton of money on players. And they're also, I looked at which team is kind of young. And so I added up, or I got the average age of the 76ers, and it's 26.2. So it's 26 is the average age for the 76ers. Mm-hmm. And it's really only up because Dwight Howard is 35. <laughs> and so... Well, the thing, the other thing about the Sixers right now is that the unspoken thing right now is that they almost traded Ben Simmons. Yes. Which... Who, in my mind, is the defensive player of the year. Yes, and I brought that point up because I feel like they have currently... The person who should win Defensive Player of the Year, Ben Simmons. And also, they have an MVP favor, favorite in Joel Embiid. I feel well, like... Well, was. Right. Okay. It's it's now It just got dicey with him going out for two yes. weeks now. And do you really think... I don't even think it's going to be two weeks. It might be more, too. I'm yeah. a little bit... I want Joel to win. He's, uh, he's, I do my, too. he's my vote. I do, too. But you still have one of the top MVP candidates on your team. Yes. And you have one of the top defensive players on your team. And so I feel like that is a great combination. And one thing they finally did and that they did not do last year, because last year they traded away JJ Reddick or like let him walk mm-hmm. in free agency. And like this team needs shooting so badly, especially when you have Ben Simmons who is not great in the half court in offense. And they finally got some shooting in Steph Curry and Danny Green. I mean Danny Green can be streaky but he's I'm, still I'm a little tired of the Danny Green hate. Right. I, yeah. I get it. He he has a couple games where he doesn't hit a lot of shots and stuff like that, and he goes cold. But the guy is a two t- a three time champion yes. now, yes. and has potential to possibly go for a three peat with three different teams. Yes, which should put him in the Hall of Fame automatically. That'd be, in my it'd be, opinion, that'd be pretty that's crazy. The, that's one of the craziest things that would ha- that could ever. And happen. he just stretches Starting the floor on all three of those teams. Yes, too. it would be nuts. Yep, and yeah. So I really like Philly's future. They the. Maxi, the rookie they drafted, he's from Dallas. I was really hoping the Mavericks really? picked him. Yeah, I did not know. That. I believe we're, we're he's based from in Dallas, by Garland. Way. I believe is where really? he's from. <laughs> yeah, and so because um, he's just somebody who can kind of create his own shot, and I was like, Dallas kind of needs that outside of Luca, but um, but I feel like he is somebody good for the or for the Philly, and same with Thibel. Like they love playing Thibel. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him, but I've heard him mention and several people just like he's part of like Philly's future. Like Philly really likes what he brings to the table. And so I think he's a good addition to this team. And so my first pick for a team with a good future is the Philadelphia 76ers. Nice. Uh, One other thing before we move on is that my favorite thing that Doc did with this team uh, was just kind of push out the notion that Ben Simmons should be shooting three pointers. Yes, he let him be him. Right. Hey, he's like, hey, be a defensive monster, get people the ball, and drive and be dominant when you need to yes. be. And the other thing is that him getting Tobias Harris to like be confident and yes. take those clutch shots. Yeah, that is true because he had Tobias Harris had his best years with Doc Rivers as his coach. Yeah. In like in L. A. So. No. Also, I forgot to mention they've been a, they've been such a fun watch this yes. season. So they are now tied for first in the East. But when I wrote all my notes, they were first in the East and had the second best record in the league. Yeah, they. So yeah, that that's something that is pretty surprising in my opinion. Like if you would have said at the beginning of the season that Philly would be this dominant, mm-hmm. I I don't know. There's just other teams in the East that I would have expected to be ahead of them. So, 
I'm happy for them. It was yes. honestly depressing watching them last season. Yes. They were in the bubble. They were by far the most. Oh, they did not. not they watch. did not want to be there at all. Yeah, <laughs> and then also it was miserable. You know, like I have been a Philly fan when they were terrible. Granted, it was just one year when they also, were terrible. You're a Cowboys fan, which is ta- which right. Is awesome. Yes. <laughs> But when my parents moved to Pennsylvania, my dad and I adopted the 76ers, and that was when Ben Simmons got drafted, and they were still terrible that year. So, like, I was kind of here before they were. Like, oh, amazing. yeah, yeah, when he actually got drafted, right. you mean? Yes. Yeah. I was like, his rookie year, they made it to playoffs, right. I think. Yeah. So, yes. So, Philly is my first team that I got. Um, What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, it's great. Uh, going forward, I went in a totally different direction with this. That's fine. And it was just like, I, I honestly was just a complete homer. <laughs> and it was just like, I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks on one and one reason only is yes. that they have the best 23 and under player. Yeah, they do. And I, Spoiler. I, you know, being from Dallas, I just have such confidence that Luka Doncic is going to stay with the Mavericks for most of his career. Yeah. And so I feel like as long as you have that guy, your future is so is right. bright. It's yes. so bright. Uh, this might be a little bit based off of uh, the game that went on last night with the uh, Mavs uh, Clippers, which yes. I texted you. It was like, this is the cockiest I've ever yes. seen Luca. Luca is holding his hands up in the air, like like praise me with four minutes right. to go, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so much time left. We're not. We're only down, up by nine. In his defense, that pass was incredible. It was great. Oh, it, it the makes look me nervous off, though. It just. Oh, I have a quick. I'm a big. I'm a big fan of. Uh, uh, don't celebrate too late videos right and when i saw him put his hands up like i just saw yes. one in the making but but then he re- he's at the point now where he remembers like all i have to do is drive and do a floater and, right. I'm, and I'm good yes. no one can really guard me. right yes but real quick what i was gonna say with alley oops i feel like the alley oop is better if the pass is a little off and that pass was a little behind you mean like appearance like style wise no like or i like- think if you're throwing an alley oop if the the pass is behind the person's head a little bit mm-hmm. it makes the the play more impressive and if you watch the play it's a little bit behind maxi and so that makes the catch and dunk more impressive right and so i don't know i've always had that opinion if the pass is a little bit off it makes the play more impressive yeah i mean other than than luca though there's no real it's not really too much reason for me to say this other than the fact that we have luca uh and this is also recently. The Kristaps looks great right now. Yes. And we he we have him on lockdown, and he'll keep getting hurt, so we can't trade him. So right. he'll just be on the team when we need him. Yes. And hopefully he'll be like hopefully playoff time he'll be able to play. Right. Uh, I was never a fan all of you training really, him. No. So. He's <laughs> like he him going to the basket last night was great. Yes. They were putting guys under Simon. He actually like drove, spun around, and was able to just it's like oh you're down here I can just go over you and yeah. shoot. Well, he has plays where you're like, okay, like he's one of the hardest players to guard in the league mm-hmm. with him being so tall and so athletic. And well, yeah, uh, with Luka getting better, we haven't. Mavericks don't have the best, a great history at all with free agency. Terrible. But like when you have a guy like Luka, we can. One can hope. We I can be confident putting stock in like yeah. things will turn around. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going with the Mavericks. One th- and one thing about Luka is. Like, most people like Luka. The only thing people don't like about Luka is that he complains about his fouls. Like, not getting a foul call. He did pretty... He did better. He He has gotten a lot. But I'm saying, like, that's, like, one thing, like, people are like, oh, I don't like that Luka complains. But he's an overall (laughs) likable guy. 
I feel like it took me a long time to get used to like his fa- his face reddens a little bit when sweat and stuff yes. like that, and he looks like he's crying to me all the time. <laughs> so his rookie season, I was like, "What's up with this guy?" Like, okay, no, he's that's just his yes. complexion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah, I was like, first thing, let's just set the tone here on how I like this is the bias I'm going to have on this show. Yes. Uh, Dallas Mavericks all the way, but uh, once the Dallas Mavericks get kicked out of the out of the season within the playoffs, or like don't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. I'm still watching NBA. I love yeah. the NBA, but yeah, let's go. Let's go, Mavs. Uh, yeah. Let's go to underrated future. All right, let's get it. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first on this one, and I'll go first on the next one. But underrated future, who's someone that people aren't talking about? This team is gonna be great going down Man. the line. So I went kind of two routes on this. So I went with the team you just talked about. I feel like the Dallas Mavericks future is very <laughs> Dallas underrated. Dallas Mavericks two times in a row. Right. Because, look, a lot of things that you mentioned, like Luka is so young. He's 23 years – or he's 22. And, like, he's already, what, like, at worst top 12 player in the league. And at best maybe, like – Top four. Yeah, exactly. And so you've yeah. got him – at the age of 22, and you have Porzingis. And if he plays like he has recently, that is the best young duo in the league by far. I finally got to the point where I'm just very comfortable with Porzingis shooting these long-range threes. Yes, right, yeah. And I was like, all right, good shot. Every time, like now, I'm, yeah, all right, that's a good shot. He did have one shot last night where I'm like, okay, that's super short. Oh, no, the one, the one that was that... like late in the Yo, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can tell. Yes. But I don't know what was going on with that. Look, I do think the Mavericks have a super underrated future. Because when you have one of the best players in the league, people are going to want to play with that. Yeah. And the Mavericks have money to spend. He seems like he's getting around on all-star teams. Like, he's getting along with guys on all-star teams yes. and stuff. Like yeah. He's learning, like, okay, like, first off, he has the European connection. And, like, he's starting to learn, like, okay, like, it's okay to be buddy-buddy yeah, with these pe- on, people. Like, on. And one thing I loved is, like, he dapped up Paul George last night. <laughs> After and he like, hey, your ankles are still right there on the court, mm-hmm. but like they dapped each other up, and so I'm like, okay, like he knows, like yeah, I saw that too. Yes, <laughs> so he knows, like it's okay to be buddy buddy with people. So this is one of the ones where I picked. I have two other teams to talk about, mm-hmm. um, but uh, one of the teams I picked was the Dallas Mavericks because I feel like overall they have a very young core. Um, one of my favorite Mavericks is James Johnson. There's no real reason behind it except for the fact That's that he... Not, you can't really put him into the future oh, But talks, hold, I'm about to bring up why I brought him up. I will want to brag on Don't him. Don't say because he has a black belt. A hundred percent. Oh my god. Like, he is the number one... I love it that he has a black belt, but I'm tired of everyone pointing it out. It's not just one. It's three <laughs> third degree black belt. <laughs> okay? He's the number one player in the NBA where like, hey, see that guy right there? You don't mess with that guy. And the fact that he's just the Number one, like, don't F with that guy. He shouldn't have shaved his head this year. No, he, he should have kept the blonde. But what I was saying is he's the oldest player on the Mavericks. So he's 34. And so it's kind of the same with Dwight Howard with Philly. If you take Dwight Howard off, that team's overall age is pretty young. Yeah. and if you Also, take Jalen it, Brunson. I didn't mention him. I like Jalen Brunson going oh, forward. Oh, for sure. I, th- I think he's a reliable scorer. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And, yes, because I feel like that draft is – like the when they drafted Luca and Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. was you drafted the two players in that draft who had the most winning careers up until that point. Mm-hmm. So Luca was super successful overseas, and Jalen Brunson was already a national champion. Yeah, and it's a misconception how successful Luca was overseas compared to other oh, yes. European prospects, right? Which is why he dropped three spots. Yes, 
And and it's just like when you draft two people and they were very successful in their career up until that point and one on multiple levels, like I want those players on my team. And so Jalen Brunson has proved, especially when KP's out. Oh, I loved out. him immediately once I found out he was on the championship team. Yeah. I was like, perfect. Yes. That's what we want. He, he's a bucket. Someone who's been there. He's a bucket. So, yeah. So I think uh, the Mavericks have a very underrated future. Uh, so that is my pick, one of my picks for underrated futures. Okay. Uh, I went a little off the off the rails on this one because mm-hmm. I had a team down, but then I thought of something else that I was like, this is – this would be a funner thing to talk about. Uh, an underrated future is the NBA play-in tournament. Oh, I like this. Yeah. I like uh, this. Last year, we got a taste of it. Yes. When uh, the Portland Trailblazers and the Memphis Grizzlies had to do play one, or possibly two, but yes. had to play one game yes. to decide who gets the A spot in these. And that was a good game. Oh, yes. And with uh, what they're going to be doing this season with the 10 and 9 spot are going to be playing each other and the 7 and 8 spot are going to be playing each other. Mm-hmm. Whenever those games gets to, uh, the winner of the 7 8 gets to go ahead and take the 7 right. spot and move on to the playoffs. And the lose, and the the loser of that game has to play the winner of the 10 and 9 spot. Yes. And that just sounds like too fun. With, uh, is that going to be? Yeah, that's going to be two days probably. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a fun weekend. Uh, the opening to the NBA playoff weekend is one of my favorite weekends of the year. Yeah, we used to spend it, almost, we used to watch that whole weekend together. I used to I used to just start the day. The games would start at 12 and I would drink until they were done. <laughs> uh, and they were, just, they were just so much fun. Yes. Uh, and those just sound like a smaller version of that, but a game sevens for every game. Well, it's an advantage if you think about it because you're already playing playoff basketball before mm-hmm. you actually play. And it's good. Basketball. It's good for young players who Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Uh, like I'm hoping the Kings make it so De'Aaron Fox can get some like quote yes. unquote playoff experience. Yes. It won't count as playoff. I hope it does actually, but I think that it will succeed, and I think that we will continue the trend. So yeah. I see a bright future okay. for the NBA playing like tournament it. games. You know, when I first heard about the playing tournament, I was like, that's kind of dumb, but like... It was dumb because the Suns didn't make it in there. <laughs> well, and it was dumb because I feel like they only had that because they really wanted Zion Williamson in that, the playoffs yeah. last year. I don't, I don't want to get started on how atrocious that was when the NBA shut down and ESPN was like, well, let's just play out the playoffs anyway. Uh, Memphis probably right. went yeah. down, so let's just put the Pelicans in right. and just discontinue yes. the right. Blazers' chances immediately. And so that's probably a big reason why I was not a fan of it at first is because I'm like, okay, it is pretty obvious. I have that a feeling overrated franchises. Uh, yeah. Is that in there? Oh, oh uh, I almost put them in there. Okay. I was really close. but no, I, Yeah, I couldn't do it either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like the playing tournament. I like that. That is very underrated part about... All right, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and shift gears to overrated All right. NBA futures. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first okay. on this one. Okay. Um, I wrote down three teams. Same. And which one do I want to be mean to? I know which one I want to be mean to. Oh, I think I know. Just based Let's on go with San Antonio. Oh, I like this. San Antonio. The glory days are done. They're gone. Let's be, they are gone. And, and deservedly so. It's been 20 years. Right. I've been so tired of them. Pop uh, is one of the best coaches I've seen in basketball. Highly respect him. I'd be the best. Probably uh, is. Possibly the best. We'll, we'll, once he's gone, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to become of this team. But uh, the other thing is that, and I don't even know why I brought up Pop. He's not really part of the equation right now. Yeah. The thing is that uh, the Spurs are currently trying to part ways with LaMarcus Aldridge. Yes. Who was their biggest free agent signing um, That's the year when we ever, were supposed to get ever, pretty much. Yeah. Ever, pretty much. 
Uh, it was a big deal. It was yeah. a big deal for them to get him. Yeah. With Tim Duncan on his way out, Lamar Jolder is coming in. Kawhi is going to be there to yep. be their future star mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I Kawhi, he, he forced his way out. And yep. Lamar is just now doing that, too. I don't think this is going to be a place that anyone's going to want to come and play. Not for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pop's system seems to be getting outdated, and it seems like players don't really like doing it. No. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, so, like, with all those factors, and, like, the players they have now are not that great to begin with. I'm hoping DeMar DeRozan gets his way. I'm ha- he seems like he's having a good time, to be honest, though. Yeah, because I feel like he feels like he's, that's his team. Yeah, good guy, and he, like, kind of buys in and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But Mid-range killer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the San Antonio Spurs, I just, like, other than good them getting lucky in the draft, which is the hardest thing to do for this underrated, overrated franchise, because, yes. like, anything can change with a good draft. Pick. Right. Uh, but the Spurs are going to be a team that try to keep winning, but then are not going to are going to keep falling short and then not yes uh, get good draft yeah. picks and yeah, no one's going to want to go play play can, there. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Well, speaking of the draft, that is a great ten- transition into the team I think has an overrated future. Oh, with multiple draft picks, I think the Oklahoma City future is overrated. Right, because like. First off, because their future is released entirely on yes, luck and yes. uh, hypotheticals. And I love Shagir Alexander. He's one of my favorite players. Oh, yeah, he'll be coming watch. up later. Like, and I think having Chris Paul as his teammate for one year is probably going to be like. I almost wrote down the Suns for this just because of Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he was my other, like, that was yeah. my other good team was the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, Chris Paul playing with Shagir Alexander, I feel like. Later on in his career, he's going to look back for that one year and realize Chris Paul played a really big role in his future of like making Shai Gale Alexander, Alexander the pro- SGA. player. Just go he- SGA. Okay, SGA. Thank That's good. But, okay, so I did a little bit of research on their draft picks. And this was before they made the trade. F- or no, yeah, so, no. I believe they have 17 draft picks. First round draft picks. Over in, from now until 2027. Okay. Yes. I did a little more research. A player that is going to be available for the 2027 draft, j- just take a guess on what grade they're in right now. Uh, seventh? Yeah, you are a sixth or a seventh grader right now. So, like, they are trading some of these players for essentially a sixth or seventh grader. And, like, that's not, like, I know, like, yeah. they're they're going to be a close to Look, a grown man at that. But the, the thing, next generation just keeps getting bigger. Right. But that's just wild if you think about that. Like, you are trading somebody for who is still in sixth or seventh grade right well, now. Well, here's the other thing is that they're eventually going to trade Dort and SGA for more draft picks to get the, the fifth graders and fourth <laughs> yeah. graders and stuff. They yes. have more places. They, they can keep going. Yeah. Al but, Horford, Al Horford, Al, oh, know, you know they're getting some uh, absolutely. third graders for Al Horford. Yes, but I just like, okay, you with all those draft picks, you I can't... I like this new thing of making turning draft picks into third graders. Yes. <laughs> well, and also George Hill, they're not like they're not going to want to keep George Hill. Like, Is that where George Hill's been buried to? Yeah. Uh, but all these first-round picks, first off, they're not keeping all of them. Mm-hmm. So they the, the thing is, is... This is where I could be wrong because they could trade five first-round draft picks. Yeah. And that could be equivalent to some teams trading two or one because they just have so many. So they could trade a bunch of these draft picks for a, like an all-star player. So, mm-hmm. But the thing is, a team that I related them to was the Boston Celtics when they made that trade with Brooklyn, when they had all those first-round picks. 
Like, yes, they got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and, like, that is incredible. But if you look at what they did with all those draft picks, overall, in my opinion, it was kind of overwhelming. And I just think it's because it's so hard to make the right moves with all those draft picks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yes, I do think, like, they could – like, if they're if five years from now, OKC is one of the best teams in the league, like, I'm not going to be surprised because of all these draft picks. Like, draft picks, they are valuable, but it's, like, you have to do something with them. Right. And, like – with all those draft picks, I feel like you can overpay for somebody, like just get six draft picks for mm-hmm. a future all star, and that player could just not be who you thought it was. And you're like, oh, I can outbid anybody with all these draft picks. I would never feel confident the Mavericks had this many draft picks. Absolutely, I would not. Be like, what are you, what are you talking? It's about? one of the most frustrating things that <laughs> they have all those awful. draft picks. They've done, it, they've done it right twice where they drafted they traded for Dirk and they yes. traded for Luca yes. which they didn't even draft either of them right. they passed on Dirk actually they're awful at drafting first off the way the NBA draft is set up makes absolutely no sense like it the should be way? yeah okay yes it should be the way the NFL is so if there's a trade oh, in the NFL I was actually thinking of the lottery the lottery is the thing that doesn't make any sense yes. to me right now but real quick but in the NFL if a trade is made on tra- on draft day in the NFL mm-hmm. when that player walks across the stage or whatever He's like if the Dallas Cowboys make a trade and draft somebody, it says the Dallas drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. and the NBA doesn't do that, which doesn't make any sense because it says that Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks drafted Luca, and like they did not draft Luca, the Mavericks did. I, I'm okay with keeping it there because they should remember that they did. Draft That's fair. Him. That is fair. They should, I do want, they yes. should have to remember. I do want them, but like. But the thing is, they, they didn't draft him. And then traded him. Yeah, it was just, it was dumb on it was dumb on the night. I don't care now, but it was dumb on the night when we had to watch him put the hat on, and yes. we had already known that right. he was going. To, he so, was ours. I think the NBA should fix it. It was also dumb watching Trey Young put a Mavs hat on. Yes, it was like that was two picks later. Right, it makes no sense. We can conf- yes. just put on two hats. We're we're fine. Yes. So yeah, but anyway, um, I mean, I thought about putting. The Thunder on there, but I couldn't do it because I like Shea and I think Dort and Shea are really good. Yeah, and that's the reason I didn't want to put them in overrated because I th- like if they keep them, those two guys because they're winning yeah. with those guys, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And and the Thunder fans like hate it. Yeah, and this is where I think Chris Paul was really good for them because Chris Paul like put that like hey like I was never a Chris Paul fan until he went to the Thunder, and yeah. now I have the utmost respect yes. for the guy. Unbelievable. He's been MVP candidate. But also the Thunder are going to be cursed for life for stealing their franchise from Seattle. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, no pity for them. Yeah. All right, and finally, we have, what did we call this? Just have has no hope franchise? <laughs> yes. Horrible future. Horrible yes. future for our franchise. I wrote down four teams. I could have gone more. <laughs> I don't even know which one I want to pick. Yeah, I like, did, maybe I want, how many did you pick? So, I picked two because I thought we were going to be talking about both of them for each section. But I have two down just for this one. Okay. I just wrote down four. I don't know why. I, I want to hear all four of them. Uh, okay. First one is Orlando. Okay. Orlando basically just could, because like they have good players, but like they've had good players yeah. and a terrible record uh, for ever since Dwight Howard left, basically. Yes. And, you know, everyone's the name right now is everyone's like free Vucevic, in which he should. That dude is yes. really good. Yes. And deserves to be on a contending team. Uh, they finally drafted a point guard for the first time after having years of Vooch. Yeah, and, Cole Anthony. And then and then only drafting centers past that, <laughs> which is unbe- unbelievable. Uh, so just no faith in them and yes. ever accomplishing anything. Yes. Um, 
I rode to Chicago, Dan. I don't think Chicago does. Yeah. I kind of thought about that, but I'm just... Well, here's the thing. Zach Levine's their best player, and he's not their future. Right. And so, like, what are you going to do after this? Yeah, that's fair. Patrick Williams is good, but not a scorer mm-hmm. or anything. Cody, I'm not really high on Cody. Kobe White. Yeah, and then Laurie Markkinen. Like, I think has... Kobe White could be a six-man later, but, like, not you're not a starter in yeah. the future. Uh, Houston. Yes. Houston, uh, same thing with uh, Oklahoma. ton of draft picks yes. right now. Uh, but just honestly, the city of Houston is is in a tragic state as it is right now. Oh, in so many With ways. all of their franchises. And Every it's, single and it's another place where like people just don't want to go. No. Uh, I'm hoping that the stink of San Antonio and Houston doesn't ruin the Texas state overall. <laughs> We've learned that uh, over the years that like players don't really care about state income tax. Which I don't Which think is, should be a factor anymore. Yeah. Into the, I hate it when these guys say it because like it hasn't really worked yet, where yeah. a state income That's tax fair. has been a factor. That's fair. But let's let's hope that the stink of these two makes Dallas the prime team to go to in Texas. Yeah. And it would also would be nice for the Southwest Division to be yeah suck again because the Southwest Division, by the way, has been the best division for my entire life. Yeah, it's been a good uh, one. I mean, two. What was it? Two. Zion and Morant got drafted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to back, two awesome mm-hmm. prospects in the future, both the teams in the Southwest. Yes. I was so living. Yes. I was living. Yes. Like, come on. Um, and and then the last one, which I assume would be on your list also, is the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves have been in the playoffs one time since I've been watching basketball, <laughs> which I started watching, paying attention to basketball in 2005. They have been to the playoffs one time, and that yes. was only because they got a, a guy, a baller named Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler yes. went to the team who was a winner, a dog, a leader, and scrapped he, he put yes. them on his back yeah. to have one game. the first play in the first unofficial play in tournament game which somehow uh, if you don't remember was in 2015 i think so it was the 2017-18 season wow it was yeah. sorry, more recent than i thought yeah uh to where they had a tying record with the denver nuggets and both teams were in the ninth spot going or the eighth spot and they coincidentally played each other on the last day I do remember making it a game that was like oh we have to watch this mm-hmm. and espn was like all right we have to put this one on now and that was a really good game where jimmy like went all out to beat this uh, yes. this nuggets team uh and yeah it was fantastic and they made the pipes and got swept or four four to one so yeah so i have because they were one of my teams, I said, since the 2004-2005 season, they have made the playoffs once and since then. They've and that had, was they played Houston and lost in five games. Uh, they've had debatably three franchise guys in yes. this time and yes. haven't been able to put a team around them since. I'll start with the letter K. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yes. Never, yeah. Um, also passed on Steph Curry for Johnny Flynn. Yes. I have... Pass it on them twice. They've gotten, yeah, they have, they've had good draft picks mm-hmm. and they have gotten good players, mm-hmm. but they've whipped on the important ones. Yes. Yeah. And it's a franchise that is just a mess and has been a mess for 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's no hope for them. Yeah. Sorry, Anthony Edwards. Uh, Carl Towns, you'll probably get out eventually. But, yeah. Yeah. There's no hope for Minnesota. Yeah. I agree. At this point. I agree. Yeah. I mean, so I'll just I won't talk too much, but they're one of my picks as well. And another reason why their future is horrible is because if that pick this year is not a top three pick, then I think they did right, by the way, by picking Edwards. No, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like, so when they made the D'Angelo Russell Andrew Wiggins trade, oh yeah, they, they gave, gave them, their them pick. they gave the Golden State <laughs> yeah, Warriors a, a first round pick that's only top three protected for this upcoming year. They could get that. Right, but I'm saying, like, 
if they like let's say if they do get it that just means in 2022 it is an unprotected first round pick do you really think that they are going to be like mid like at best mid like mid first round pick in 2022 that's their best case scenario I mean, yeah, they're going to suck. Right. So it's probably going to be another lottery pick in 2022. And so it's like, even if they do keep that draft pick, the next year it's unprotected. So it doesn't matter where it's at. Well, they better be good after that. And, like, look, are the basketball gods going to The best help? thing the basketball god could do is put them in the East. <laughs> yes. They're in the East, technically. They really are. They're it's, more, no, they're, yeah, the they're more in the East than they are in the West. They're, the thing that they need to hope for is that uh, the expansion happens. They put in Seattle and Las Vegas, two West teams, and then they just push Minnesota over the line in yes. the East. Or just get rid of East and West altogether. Yeah, but, yeah, so... It's a topic for another day. Yes, but they have... I have it right in front of me there. 2021 first and second round pick. Is, both of those are going to Golden State. Okay, and those late second round picks... We should have put Warriors in, in underrated future. I, they were, they were they're my I other for, team. Yeah, I they're forgot my about other that, team. yeah. Um, and so... Uh, but yeah, so like, all all just to keep towns happy, right? And I we talked about this the other day. I can't, I don't know if he's good or not. Like I don't know if it's because yeah. you said it's it could be the system. It very well could be, but it's just like he, he has well he has no motivation to be good. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It could be like the whole Kevin Love I was thing. So high on him. Yeah. Too. Well, and there was a few years ago where it's like okay, if you could. Do you redraft right now? Which team? Which player would you pick to start your future with? I think it was like oh, that, his like, rookie year. I would have said him. Right. I think this this was like two three seasons ago, and everybody picked like he was the overwhelming favorite. Everyone was like Carl Anthony Towns, hands down. Yeah. It was Porzingis second, if I'm not mistaken. I think Porzingis was the runner up for yeah. rookie of the year that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely had them as my one yeah. My give me give home. me the other one. So the other one was it I, not one of those four that I just mentioned? No. Oh, cool. It's a the Detroit Pistons. Oh yeah. I, yes. I, I I didn't want to be mean to them. Look, <laughs> I I kind of feel bad for Detroit. <sighs> they they've been yeah they've been dumb. It's it's been rough. So they they don't have much going for them. I right think it's just because I knew it was going to be Minnesota. So like I'll pick on these other three teams right. instead. So yeah, like. I do want to shout out Dennis Smith Jr. because yes, like he's actually been playing well. Uh, he had a nice little stretch. Oh, I was stoked to see him get traded to Detroit. I was like, yes. you're gonna play there. That's he, great. I looked up. He his, had a dunk at one point. Like, he had Dude. a tri- he's already has a triple double with them. He had he had like two for us. Right, but really I'm saying weird. like yeah, I think he's only been with them for like nine games, and so I wanted to shout out my boy Dennis Smith. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're rooting for you, dude. Yes, so I added up. So the, sometimes, sometimes the team drafts an all-time player right after you, and it's yes. just like, sorry. right, yeah, yeah, sorry. And it, and sorry, we sent you to a team that just knows absolutely nothing about basketball. Like they, the Knicks buried Dennis Smith Jr. Like, why are you not playing him? Never made any sense to me. I mean, this year it makes sense, but yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, you've got nothing for you. So another reason why I put them is so they owe Blake Griffin, Zaire Smith. And Dwayne Deadman. I'm total... on who Zaire Smith is. So Zaire Smith, the only reason why I know him is because he, I know you're not going to know this, but a few years I'm ago. I'm pretty good at knowing NBA players, by the way. Right. It's bad well, that I'm going I to college, though. Yeah. So he went to Texas Tech, and uh. <laughs> he was a part of the Texas Tech run where they went to the Elite Eight. 
in the first time in, in their school history. And he has one. That went, that's the team that went to the championship? Yeah, and that's lost. Yeah, don't make me sad. I was rooting, I was um, rooting for that. DeAndre yes. Hunter was on that team. No. No, Jared Culver was. Culver, yeah, yes. on the Minnesota. I like Culver, yeah. actually. Um, Zaire Smith, you should look up Zaire Smith, like, dunk at Tech. He is one of the best March Madness dunks, like, of all time. It was pretty impressive. So those three players... Detroit owes them a total of $93 million, like over $93 million essentially is what like, so that is dead money right there that is just being wasted on these three players. And yes, the majority of that is Blake Griffin, but it's just, it's ridiculous. And okay. When's the last time? Stan Van Gundy was a terrible GM. (laughs) Okay. Do you know when the last time the Detroit Pistons did anything in the playoffs? Um, when I and like I said, when I started watching in 2005, the Detroit Pistons went to the conference finals three years in a row, I right. believe, and they won it one year. They won in 2004, mm-hmm. uh, and nothing since. So, oh no, they went to the playoffs with Drummond. Yeah, so they have gone to the playoffs twice in the past ten years, and have gotten swept both times by LeBron once. I yes, think? in the yeah. 2015 2016 Gian- season, they rem- got swept by Cleveland. The thing I remember most about that Giannis Detroit season was that uh, Andre Drummond in like game three when they're getting blown out and they've already, they're two down already. Giannis is going in for three, and, John- and <laughs> Andre Drummond like waved him off like that's yeah. not going in, <laughs> and it didn't. But like still, that's really funny that like you have room to talk right now. Yes, <laughs> like you guys are getting crushed. Yes. And so, yeah, so they've made the playoffs twice in the past I hope he gets on a good team. Yeah, coming down. Uh, DeAndre, uh, I'm about to say Andre Drummond. Drummond. Andre yeah. Drummond. But yeah, they've made it the playoffs twice in the past 10 years and they've gotten swept both times. And like, so they are, and they also, their first round draft pick is going to Houston. So it says Detroit's first pick to Houston is protected what, what selection. Well, so it's, pre- I don't know. Houston get oh, that Oh, could there have possibly been a side and trade deal with Christian Woods? Oh, come on, guys. I don't know if that's the case. Let me see. Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. Houston got Christian Wood and a draft pick from them? That doesn't make sense. Hold on. So I wrote down that Houston is like, the pick is protected 1 through 16. Um, so this trade happened. Yeah, they, yeah. On, they had a good player when Christian, Christian Wood is legit good. Yes, I really, yes. So it doesn't say exactly like who the trade was for good, right here. I think he would have been a good two for Luca. Dude, okay. This is off top, but when the free agency, I was like, I want the Mavericks to get one player, one player only, and it's Christian Wood because I'm like, he's the most realistic target for the Mavericks. He was going to be cheap too, right? And so like the fact that they didn't even make an offer on him. Like Scotty Pippen. Right. Yeah, he does. He's his son. Um, you can't convince me otherwise. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> and so you could have convinced me right there, <laughs> but it's just like. Uh, okay, so it doesn't. I didn't write down how they got this first round pick, but their first round pick is protected one through sixteen. But it's like so it means it's a good chance that it's gonna be protected. But that just means eventually that first round pick is going to Houston, and so it's like, yeah. So they just have multiple picks going out. They've got almost a hundred million dollars in dead money. Uh, I mean, they've got Jakeem Grant, who's great, but it's just like you're not building your franchise around him. Like, he's not going to be something that you want to be your best player for the future. He's a great number two, but outside of that, like, I mean, they've got Sadiq Bey, who, I mean, he's been having a pretty good rookie year. Uh, but Sadiq Bey should have been the Mavericks draft pick. Yes. I think. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the roster. They have uh, Josh Jackson. What a bummer. 
Uh, I totally forgot about that. I was actually kind of high on that dude coming out of the league. I was not. But, yeah, so, yeah, their team, they just, they don't have anything special. So they are the team that I picked that their future is just not looking bright. That's probably the right, that's probably the right pick. I mean, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to be either of these franchises, but yeah. do you want to be a team with no draft picks and no future or a team with no money and no future? Yeah. <laughs> Flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one you pick, I'll pick the other. Probably the draft picks. Yeah. Or probably you want the draft picks. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's who I had the team just with a terrible future. That was great. All right. That was pretty good. Yes. Uh, we're going to move on now to our second segment yes which yes, i'm yes. very excited for Me another too. futures topic which i didn't even realize i don't we didn't plan it like this but it was like this is a very it's a futures episode yeah because uh, we we're going to be no, drafting not competitively but we're going to be drafting the top 10 uh 23 and under players in yes. the nba right now if this, you're starting yes. a franchise with a 23 and younger player who's who do you want yes uh so, for me, I didn't do the math on like who was twenty three or not. I just if they were born in nineteen ninety eight and up, I'd put them in the list. So yeah. a couple of these guys might be might have just turned twenty four. Uh, I won't fact check you. Yeah, yeah. I was I was saying don't. Yeah. Let it be. Yeah. I will. Okay. I so, uh, I'm gonna offer to go first because number first is pretty obvious. So I kind of want to go second. Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, I wanted to give you the fun one. Yeah. Because the first one's like, it's fun, yeah. but it's like, right. it's too obvious. Yeah, I literally put obvious reasons. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even put any stats behind Luka it. Luka Doncic, the yes. first pick overall. As for all the reasons I just said, he is a reason to have a bright future. Yes. And that's all that you really need. You put him on Minnesota right now, I take back everything I just said. 100%. Uh, they're they're going to be fine. Yes. Should uh, be a three-time All-Star. Yeah, Should have made the All-Star his rookie year. Uh, watch, dude, he's, I never thought that this would happen for them, for me. Yes. I've seen it happen to other franchises. Like, oh. And I was like, that must be nice. I wonder, <laughs> that'll probably never happen to me. Just to have a guy who like, I am 100%, I rely, I, yes. I trust him so yes. much. Yes. He's at the point now where like, he knows that like, I can get a bucket whenever I need oh, to. Yes. I can, he makes, he, sometimes I watch him and a double, t- and a double team will mm-hmm. attack him and then he'll drive and I was like, wait, didn't, didn't. They double him, and as right. I did, and I go back to like check, like was he doubled? Yeah, he was doubled. Yes. It, like he, uh, he makes it seem like they, like he knows how to like maneuver right. a double team to where like you're just they're just gonna get in front of yes. each other. He looks so calm. I'm so flustered talking about it. We could do oh. a whole podcast about our love for Luca. Yeah, I want to see three more game winners and a play it. Like, when he when he wins his first playoff series, let's go for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, which will happen. Oh, for sure. At, Sooner or later. Yes. Um, but yeah, obvious. And especially if you look at the rest of the list, it's like, oh, yeah. Yes. 100%. Hands down. No, none of these guys, the rest of these guys barely have made all star teams. So right. Yeah. It's 100%. Low. No, let alone start in both of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hit a game winner and an awesome. Yes. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, let's go with the second pick. Okay. I think the first two picks are very easy. All right. Yes. I, I have my second pick. I put Jason Tatum. Cool. He was the one guy that I didn't know. Yes. Actually counted. Yes. So he I is didn't know if he was 23. So I have his stats for the 2021 season. He's averaging over 25 points a game. Field goal percentage is 45, pretty much 44.5%. Three-point percentage, 375 not bad. He's getting seven rebounds, over four assists. He's getting a steal, and he's getting a block almost pretty much every other game. Like, his stats 
are like pretty freaking good, especially with him being only 23 years old. Made a conference finals right. in his first season. Yes. And dunked on LeBron. Right. It was like, yeah, this kid's going to be special. Yes. He's he's the best player on his team. He's a two-time NBA All-Star. And I looked this up. He was an NBA third team in, last year in 2020. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you're one of the best 15 players in the league. Like, okay, that's, that's a big mm-hmm. deal right there. So I think... Number one and number two is pretty obvious. So I think Jason Tatum. It was very like obvious. Two. The only thing was like he might be twenty four, and that's why. Right. But yeah. nineteen ninety eight. So right. He's yeah. Clear. Yes. Jason Tatum. Clear number two. Um. All right. So I'm gonna go next, and this is where it gets interesting. Yes. But, um. Screw it. I'll I'll just stick with what I have on the okay. board originally. I'll go Zion. Okay. That's three. who I had too. It was a tough one. Yeah. Oh, I I hope our number four is the same. Uh, Zion. Uh, we've, he had a rough first season, a little bit of, he got a little bit of, you know, overrated vibes coming from him. Yes. Didn't really have too many good highlights or anything. Right. Had some, had some good consistent games, terrible Mm -hmm. rebounding scores, which were like, this is what he probably needs to be doing. But when you watch him play, it was like, oh, no one can stop this guy. Yeah. This guy is so athletic. And the, one of their biggest problems is that like, they don't, the team doesn't really seem to know it. Yeah. They're like, Hey, this guy can drive and uh, it will not be able to be stopped. Right. Yes. And can just run over people and has decent shot selections and, uh, yeah, he's unbelievably athletic. Yeah. The mo- one of the most athletic players I've ever seen. Yeah. And so. And a big butt. Yeah. He's pretty much Charles Barkley out on the court. Like he's just a big body who's just. Yeah. Like he's ridiculous. So Better he, shot though and right. a little bit more athletic. Too. Yeah. And. He averages two offensive rebounds a game, which is like pretty impressive on his own. But yeah. granted, I think some of that is just like he's missing at the rim and is able to get it right back. <laughs> but still, like, yeah, he already knows that it's gonna miss, so he's already right. up in the air and stuff. Yes, and and like his field goal percentage is freaking crazy. But it's yes, most of those shots are like by the rim. He's shooting over sixty percent from the field right now, and like I don't care who you are, that's still pretty impressive. Right. I did have him. I was. Probably leading the trade of Zion Williamson being overrated. I told that to so many people. You told that to me, and I was—I didn't think he was going to be third for you because of that. Well, it, well, well, the thing is, is like I feel like when we had that first talk a few weeks ago, like it's like he heard me. Like he just went <laughs> on a stretch where he just like, okay, like I'm—I'm I'm gonna show you that I'm the best player on this team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since then, I'm like, okay, like Zion Williamson can show like. He can play against grown men. Like he's a yeah. grown man amongst grown grown men. As much as I was complaining about ESPN just putting him into the playoffs last season, I do want to see him in the playoffs. Really, really. Badly. Oh yes. I am praying that they make the play-in tournament. Uh, but with the way that team is such a mess too. Oh man, the fact that you picked Zion number three makes me wish I went number one. Where? Because I okay, yeah, the Pelicans right now are outside of the play-in tournament. Really? What's their seed? Uh, Eleven. Okay. But they're two, they? they're two and a half games away from ten. Who's number ten right now? Memphis. Yeah, I mean a lot can happen right there. All right, number four. Golly, there's just I don't. I bet this you, is a clear pick for me. Oh man, that makes me really wish that you had the number four pick <laughs> because there's three different ways where I can go with this. And if we're starting a franchise. I probably would go John Morant. Yes. Number four. There you go. Like, I, I, I'm a job guy more than a Zion guy, and that's why I wanted to put Jaw first, uh, third. But uh, I probably John Morant is one of my favorite players. I probably would have John Morant number three if 
if Zion didn't have that stretch recently, yeah, like, where he just dominated, he because it's like scary. Yes, <laughs> like he was the rookie of the year. But Ja came out the gate. It was like, oh. dude, this guy is special. Yes, he's averaging a little under twenty points per game. Uh, his three point percentage isn't that great, uh, but he's getting seven over seven assists per game. He's scoring over nineteen a game. And he's shooting respectfully 44% from the field. Oh, did you see his highlight last night? Yeah. When he crossed the dude. Okay. I think, and I'm in the minority of this. I think one of the most disrespectful things is to point at somebody after you did something. Because I think <laughs> yeah. Sean Kemp's dunk is the most disrespectful dunk in NBA history when he yeah, points at the he, guy. Yeah, he dunked it and was like, I don't know what to do. I'll point at right. the guy. Now, people say Dwayne Wade's step over is more disrespectful. And I understand we have that. This, was this, I think you have, have this I've argument? had this okay. conversation with other people before. But I think the most disrespectful thing to do is after you embarrass somebody, you literally point at them. And so, Does Jackson Hayes tapping his head after he dunked on Reggie Jackson count as a point? Because that was pretty disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's up there. But he, I didn't see who it was. I was watching ESPN last night, and he crossed the dude over, and when he's running back on defense, he points at him, and like he's just like, yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, when you disrespect somebody on the court and point at them afterwards, I'm like, your respect <laughs> for me, like I'm just going to gain more respect for you. He... Uh, in like one of their first games last when his rookie year when they played uh, Brooklyn yeah was the telltale sign where like he's like I'm guarding Kyrie Irving yeah and I'm and he blocks him yes. uh, to send the game into overtime yes which is like dude what a what an incredible showing got the assist for the game winner uh, yes. and then got this Memphis team that people thought were gonna plummet into playoff contention yeah and almost oh, for got, sure almost got them in if it wasn't for the stupid uh playing tournament mm-hmm. i like the playing tournament i didn't mean that but if it wasn't for that they would have been in the eighth spot yeah the only reason i'm okay with it last year is because my favorite team outside of dallas is is, is portland yeah. yeah i mean i had i put all my money down in portland winning that game there was no way oh yeah same i'm trying to see how tall is john Morant. you know six three yeah and Let's see. Yeah, they list him at six. And the fact that he just he's so can fat. dunk on, I don't, like, anybody. I mean, not anybody because he's not that big, but, like, his athleticism is just. I don't know. His rookie year was, like, he he's a danger to himself. Yeah. I don't know how high he's getting. Yes. But, yes. So, yeah, rookie of the year. He's averaging almost 20 points a game. Like, if I'm starting a franchise, I do want John Moran. I want John. Ja. Yes. All right. Uh yeah. <laughs> you have anything else on Jai? Like, we don't think we need. To I mean, that's pretty much all I've got for him. With this, with me having a podcast for basketball, Jai's going to come up with a good amount. Yes, uh, as he is one of my top five favorite players yes. by far in the NBA right now. Um, my all right. So the fifth pick, I'm going with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay, I like that. Long, tall, lanky dude mm-hmm. who can get a bucket when he needs to, and also play defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kawhi like in that way, mm-hmm. and just I I trust him. Yeah, and I get scared. He's clutch too. I yes. get scared. The only thing of going against him is that he did not perform well in that in his first playoff series. It's uh, hard, but you're a rookie. He got uh, he got traded twice his rookie season. Uh, uh, yeah, it's within, within yeah, yeah. his first year in the right. NBA. Yeah, and it's just like the Thunder. Like so, I was like, what are you guys doing? What yeah. this guy? <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. Wait, so who? So he's with the Clippers. He's with the Clippers. Got traded. No, I think he was with Philly. Got traded to the Clippers. Did he really? Then. Okay, I didn't know that. He got traded. He was in the Tobias Harris trade. Oh, okay. okay. And then got traded to for Paul George. For Paul George. Yeah. 
You know, good trade. Paul George just been on the bad end. Everyone that's been traded for Paul George has been a winner. Yeah, I mean, Paul George gets a lot of hate, and some of it's deserved, and some of it's not. But yes, I know what you're saying. Um, so I put a couple things on him. Uh, his field goal percentage is the highest of all these players outside of Zion. Mm-hmm. And he shoots 50% from the field. His three-point percentage is 41%, and his free throw percentage is 80%, and he's averaging 23.7 points per game. Like, that's really impressive. Love it. Yes. And he was a big part of last year's run when they, what was it, a 0.2% chance to make the playoffs last year? With yeah. OKC? Yeah, and, like, he's a big part of the reason why they made the playoffs. Like, I mm. want uh, SAG. Yeah, the second biggest SGA. factor. Yes, I want him on my team. Yes. I like that. Yeah. All right. Thunder, trade him for more draft picks. We'll get Dallas. We'll give you, we'll give you all of our draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> you can right. have many first graders. Yes. Yes. You can have uh, kids that haven't even been born yet. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. All right. So I'm going with number six. Yeah, number six. Oh, man. I think I'm going to stick with this guy who I have right now at number six. Um, man, this is a tough one. But I think I might have Trey Young at number six. Okay. Just because, like, look, he is the worst defensive player in the league. Like, I don't have him in my ten. Really? <laughs> that was just to be mean, to be quiet. Yeah. He should be. He should be like I would realistically would have had him like eight or ten. There's a couple. There's a lot of guys I like for I like over him for good reasons, but like his defensive is honestly offensive. It's it is terrible, and you cannot deny that. But his offensive ability is it's really incredible. Good. When if you're saying build a franchise though, I think he's the least fun to build around. Yeah, and I did have him I had the Atlanta Hawks as my teams with an overrated future, mainly because of Trey Young and like that he's just yeah. a mess. But the thing is it's like but that's just with the Hawks and their organization. I do think Trey Young, if you're starting a team, you can build a team around Trey Young. You can build a team who like your other guard is like someone like a Drew Holiday type player, and you can have uh, Trey Young be successful. Like, mm-hmm. and so because his offensive ability is just like it's really impressive what he's able to do. Like, he is a poor man Steph Curry, offensively, he really is. Woody, uh, my roommate and other podcast host that I do with, uh, pointed this out to me at one point because uh, I had a thing against Trey from the beginning. I also had a thing against Buddy Heal from the beginning. And a couple other players, and what he pointed is that you hate anybody who's like th- their step who like is compared to Steph Curry. And I was like, yeah, oh, you're right. That is, who yeah, I hate it. Like That's Steph fair. Curry is a one of a kind player. Oh, for Stop sure. Comparing guys yeah, to Steph. Yeah, I agree. It's not fair, but it's just like if you were to compare him to somebody, yeah, that, it would be Steph. And you can't. He made the All Star team last year, so like he that has was atrocious. Yes, I know. Like, I, I had this. I couldn't let it go with But like, something. if you're building a franchise, you can build the franchise around Trey Young. I don't think Atlanta's doing a good job with it right I now. I mean, it's, it's yet to be proven, but right. And so, I just think offensively, that dude is I just so happen. talented. He is so talented. He's the only one on here. Is probably he's averaging like thirty right now. Right. He, so he he's averaging twenty six. He is averaging almost. He, he's he, probably averaging the most points out of. I think Luca averages more than he does, but he averages nine assists a game. So he can share the ball. He's the only one with the ball in his hands. Right, but he's still but it's like the whole the James Harden thing. Like James Harden has the ball in his hand, but he can pass the ball. So it's like yeah. look, I'm really glad the Mavericks traded Trey Young for Luca, because I would everybody would rather have Luca, but I think Trey Young you can build 
a franchise. Like, you just have to get defensive players on this team. Uh, yeah, those corner three guys who can yeah. who just play defense and go and get into the corners. Yes. That's the those are the guys for Trey. Yep. sounds like a fun team to watch for the future. Yeah, <laughs> I so. mean, dude, when the they were playing Cleveland this year and that no name Cavs player just ran by him to get the game winning shot. I was there. Yeah, it was like unbelievable. Dude. Yeah, like you just let a guy that no one knows his name. Yeah, uh, score a game winning shot on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> deserves to be on this list. I, yes, I didn't have him for just dumb reasons yeah and i mean i can see him i don't know what i would have done if you weren't doing if you had to have him on yours either because i would have felt i was like oh man this isn't good yeah i had faith that you would though yes yeah i mean (laughs) his offensive numbers it's just look if you took away his name and you saw his offensive numbers you would want that person on your team yeah you're right uh, let's go ahead and <laughs> move on to the number seventh pick, which I'm going with Michael Porter Jr. Oh, I did not have him on my list. Really? Yeah, he was an honorable mention. I, I mean, I think he's. <laughs> uh, when what what draft was he? Was he was he, with Luca. He was with Luca. Mm-hmm. That's who I thought we were gonna get. That's who I wanted to. That's get. That's why I wanted to get. Yeah, I wanted to take a chance on the guy who was hurt, but like yes. looked like a real NBA player. Yes, and he does. Uh, and he is. At a point now where like you can go for thirty on nights, yeah, and it's not that surprising, yeah. It, uh, and yeah, with a team that like is already stacked with scores and everything, and you're getting thirty and playing well. I mean, I don't even, I'm not even gonna count it with the whole that he's playing with Jokic. I don't think, I mean, it's definitely a factor, but I think he could do it on any team. I think if he was on any uh, terrible team like Minnesota and or Detroit, he'd be killing it right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, and we'd be talking about Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, a lot that's more. fair. I feel like him being on. Denver was. I was legit thinking about him today uh, at work. I was like, he did go to like probably the perfect team in the sense of like for he championship contention. Yeah, he doesn't stuff. need to be that guy, I mean, but he yeah. can have stretches where he is that guy. Mm-hmm. And he personality, he seems to be good enough to like be content with that. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm winning. I let's be happy, even though if I'm not getting the score as much as I probably could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's fun to watch too. Yeah, he is. Um, there was a little bit of like Luca hate for a little bit, so that's probably why I didn't really like him that much. Like there's at one point where oh he said that Luca was overrated. Well, there he? was like a post where it's like Luca's overrated, and then Michael Porter Jr. he liked it on Instagram or okay. Twitter. That's not enough for me. To and be so, but, yeah. but like, <laughs> but he like kind of was just like he didn't really deny it either. And so, yeah. but no, I can I can see that. I I do like Michael Porter Jr. He he. I am surprised you didn't have him in the ten. I thought I thought it was an obvious one. I had him six. Yeah, I legitly put him over Trey Young. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's fun. All right, number eight. Okay, so I can go one or two ways right here. And so this is this is kind of where it can there's get no way time. you put who I have here. So I have somebody who I put there and somebody who do I want there. Go with your board, man. Man. Okay, so I'll just for fun. I'll go with Brandon Ingram right here. I didn't have him on. Is he for real? If I let me make sure. I I think I checked Brandon Ingram. He would he would have been higher for me. He's twenty three. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's definitely. He would have been. Yeah. Put him over Michael Porter. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about. Put him over Trey and Michael Porter. Yeah. He he deserves it. He's really freaking good. 
The only reason why I didn't put him over Trey Young is because he's had chances to show like he's the best player on the team. And granted, Trey Young has two. And even yeah. though I do Trey Young, they're going to make the playoffs this year, but that's mainly because they're in the East. Um, but because I think they're like an eighth seat right now in the East. They're sixth, actually. Okay, yeah. I knew it is. They're it was above right. the Celtics right now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's crazy. But Brandon Ingram. Averaging 23.7 points per game, shooting 47, almost 48% from the field, shooting 38% from threes, 88% from free throws, averaging over five rebounds, almost five assists. Uh, he gets almost a steal and a block every game. He was 2020 All-Star, and he can be the best player on his team. Mm-hmm. Like He has stretches where, now granted, Zion has kind of taken over that team, and I think that's the right decision, but like... Before Zion took over this team, Brandon Ingram showed that he was the guy. Like, he can score. He is, like, a bucket on the court. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I mean, he's 28, 23. He must be almost, no, I mean, he's turned 24 in September. So, yeah, I just. No, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, him not being, uh, no, uh, when, when he was on the Lakers, that's where he showed his stretches of like he can play defense. Yeah, he was playing defense mm-hmm. really, but ever since he's been to the Pelicans, that's pretty much gone away. Uh, if he can find that again, the way he was playing defense in LA, for sure, he'll because he has athleticism and be really yeah. good on defense. That'll be the t- that'll be the player the Pelicans need right now. Yeah, for a sure. guy that will defend, but then also go get a bucket when they need it. Yeah. So yeah, Brandon Ingram, good. Yeah. All right, uh, number eight. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the first time going off the bar. Let's go with Lamelo here. Okay, I had him on my list. I Let's was, go. I knew he was definitely going to be there. Yes. But uh, LaMelo is like one of those guys that I, like, I was not high on until I saw, finally saw him watch him play in the NBA. And I was like, this guy's having a great time out here. This guy's pretty fun. And then you just watch him play. He's like, dude, he's, I like the way he's passing to his teammates and stuff like that. These seem like real assists and stuff like yes. that. Not just like these are assists that I'm trying to get up to 10 so yeah. that I can get a triple-double. It just seems like he... It's like let's get guys uh, get other guys involved and stuff like that. he was. I think it was good for him to start coming off the bench at the yeah. beginning of the season. Oh, for sure. Uh, averaging fifteen points a ge- fifteen points a game uh, as a rookie, but not the best scorer on his team. It was like this doesn't is, need to be. It was like yeah, uh, it's, it's a really fun guy to uh, base your team around. And yeah, like I said, just a joy to watch. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was trying to see. Wait, what pick are we on currently? We are on eight. Okay, yes, okay, okay. You. I think you, I misheard you. Yes, LaMelo Ball, like, yes, I had him on my list for sure. Like, you and I, we are big. We we love LaMelo. I love LaMelo Ball, yeah, for sure. I like the, short, the Charlotte Hornets right now. Yes. They're a very yes. fun team. They were uh, one of my underrated teams mm-hmm. that I had on there because they have three people. The freaking East right, right now. And they've got, like, Scary Terry. They've got Malik Monk. And they've got Gordon Hayward, who they can all rely on in scoring. So mm-hmm. Lamelo Ball can kind of just do his thing and just and Miles Bridges, which is the, that's right the one he's yes. uh, tied to. Yes, and one thing about Lamelo Ball, he's the youngest player to record a triple double. Yeah, that's which, I don't care. That's, I hate that stat. That stat's getting broken every year. Yeah, it point. is, but I don't care. You're, <laughs> I know. You can still say, "Hey, I was the youngest player to have a triple double." Mm-hmm. Luca has that had that too. He had it. Yeah. 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 All right. So. With the eighth pick, I yeah. think I was on eight. Or sorry, yes. So with the ninth pick, sorry. Oh man, I. Oh, I'll go with Bam Adebayo. No, right here. Oh, I think we're off here. Because I have the even number picks. Yeah, so it shouldn't be nine. If this is ten, wait. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah. Yep. This is number ten. Okay, number ten. <laughs> Dang. Lamelo at number nine. I had Lamelo number ten on my list only mm. because he's a rookie. Because yeah, like we've only seen a small section of his playing, and so like that's there's only- enough there. He had a game where like he was going to the hole to like try to win the game for them, and I was like, that's the type of thing that I need to see. That was like, lets me know that you're going to be good. Yeah, it's like confidence and uh, going to the back. Uh, there was some weird stat today that mm-hmm. uh, Lamelo. There's six players in the NBA, including like Luca, Dame, Trey, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, who have taken over 100 threes this season, and Lamelo has the best average of those guys. Oh wow, the best think, percentage. Yeah. yeah, for three pointers, and I. Uh, who have been quoted by Woody, my roommate, uh, saying that his shot is awful. Yeah, it's a weird one. And but it's going in. It goes so in. It's like me, Sean Marion. Prove me wrong. All right, yes. I'm I'm good. Shut up. All right. Oh man, I think I might pick. I think I might actually change number ten because this is we're starting a franchise around this. Team. Yeah. You want some? You want fun? I'm probably gonna change it to De'Aaron Fox. Is he? I swear, I look. I, yeah, I checked him. Nah, I got Gosh, you. Dang, I didn't have De'Aaron on there either. Just forgot, I thought he was older. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Darren Fox. Where's his age? His age is 23. He's born in 97. Uh, yeah, that's wrong. But yeah, go with Darren Fox. What do you mean it's wrong? Uh, 97. If he was born in 97. He's uh, December 20th. 97? Yeah, he's 24. Yeah, keep it. Let's, let's go to Google now. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't need to do this now. No, he's, 20, he's not 24. He's 23. Everything says he's 23. Okay. Uh, but I have here, he's averaging 23 points per game, 47% field goal, shooting respectful from three, free throw percentage is not the best, assists, seven assists a game, one of the fastest players in the league, and if he wasn't on the terrible Sacramento Kings, he'd be getting more respect, it's like if he was on another franchise. I just feel like the fact that he's on the Kings, like – Nobody, nobody talks about the Kings ever. No, unless they're amazing. And so I feel like a lot of people don't really know that he's actually having like a really good year this year, but he's on a really bad team, and so that's why nobody's really talking about him. He's having points wise a career high with um, what did I say. With no, 23. if I would if I would have known that he qualified for this list, uh, he would have been five. Yeah, yeah. So would have been over Shea and. Uh, Porter. Uh, no, Trey, uh, I love De'Aaron Fox. Yes. Honestly, I was surprised. I thought he would have been 24, but I looked it up, and everything I saw said he was 23. Yeah. So. I believe it. Yeah, so um, De'Aaron Fox, I I probably only have him number 10 because I don't really watch that many Sacramento Kings games, <laughs> so I don't really know how good he really is. I know. Um, Let's hope, I don't know. Who who do we want in the freaking playing tournament? So, real quick, I have a stat. I have to pull it up on my phone. We need the Spurs to just get knocked out completely. Yeah. Because they're in seventh right now. And then, right now, it's the Warriors and the Grizzlies in the play-in tournament. Okay. And it would be... Oh, man. No, I want the, I want Memphis in there. I mean, the Warriors are going to make it if they're in there. Yeah. No matter what seat they are. Yeah. So, that's going to be a bummer. So, I have some honorable mentions. I didn't make the list. Okay. I got Bam, obviously. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Oh my gosh. What? No, it's, yeah. Uh, I put DeAndre Ayton on there. I didn't do a good job at looking at who was 23 or not. Uh, Because I had it in 1998, and if you were in 1998, you were 
in there. But yeah. if 1997 was a thing, yeah. No, yeah. Bam should be in the top 10. Yeah, that's I that's where because I didn't have Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, my so time. my like my my extras because of that were like DeAndre Ayton and Anthony Edwards and Colin Sexton. Yeah, I put John Collins in there too, but I don't know if I'd want to build a franchise over John Collins because I can't figure out if he's if he's gotten overtaken by Trey Young then now. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I have a quick stat for you, real quick. So I was listening to something today that says. Uh, Lonzo Ball, he shoots more threes, so he makes more threes and has a higher percentage of threes than Trey Young does this season. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Which I he has know. a worse looking shot than Lamelo does. <laughs> yes, which is crazy. Yes. So, but yeah, I mean that's the top ten. I feel like for the most part we had the same. I mean, same other, people in the top ten. Other than the nineteen ninety seven guys, yeah, yeah, which I did a miscalculation on that. Yeah, so, I mean, in my top ten, everybody's there except for Bam. And it's just, I don't know, I, I really like Bam a lot. He's a big part of the 2020 run. One of the best blocks ever in the playoffs Oh, my year. gosh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that one on Tatum? Yeah. Yes. He's all-star last year. I mean, he, I'd put him in my top ten, but it was just kind of hard. For clutch moments last year, it's that Luka three, and then it's that Bam block. Yes. It was unbelievable. Yeah. All right, and that's going to be it for the 23 and under draft. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We're going to yes. be doing more drafts like that in the future. Yes, can't wait. Um, all right, for our final segment, uh, which is something we're going to keep consistent, is that each of us are going to bring a top 10, top 5 each week uh, and have the other person just kind of react to it. Yeah. I'm doing that for this first one. You have no idea what I'm about to talk about here, no. and I'm just going to have you react to it. Uh, if you don't like these opinions, uh, suck it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, if you say so. And okay. that's it. We can talk about it. All right. But uh, for this first one, I wanted to introduce an- another little ongoing thing that will be happening is that I love game winners. Yes. And uh, game winners, especially in basketball, is one of the reasons I love basketball. Yes. It is an awesome moment where another team could be winning and just all they have to do is just make <laughs> just defend a ball and yes. the game can get stolen from you just yes. like that. And there's nothing really like it no. in other sports. Yeah. I guess the other comparisons would be a field goal kick to the win. Or, but, that's, but that's not the like the baseball same. home run at the end of the game. Yeah. But that's like it's also like not your best player doing it. Yeah. That's true. So when you have like those moments yeah. where a player just comes through and gets you a win. Yeah. Yeah. So uh we're gonna have an ongoing list of the best game winners of the year. Okay. As we go. And so I just okay. went ahead and made the top seven. Sweet. I we'll like have a list this. of seven. If more come, we'll take we'll debate and take okay. one out if we need to. Yes, yes, so I like this. Here's the top seven. And let me hold let me mute the TV. Okay, I'm going to play him up for Colin so they can hear. One honorable mention real quick is that one that happened last night with John Morant yes. just blowing by yes. Jimmy Butler. Yes. There was and two it, last night, weren't there? What was the other one? Oh, my gosh. Didn't De'Aaron Fox hit one last night? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It, it didn't make it either. But oh, okay. I, I wanted to pay a special okay. not to the okay. jaw because okay. I did yeah, consider yeah. Jaws because yes. it was really cool. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, first one. First one we have. We have uh, Malik Monk. Yes, our guy. The Hornets have a nice little advantage having one of the great announcers right now. I w- this dude is yes. in like, <laughs> this guy is so entertaining. I don't have his name written down, but no, but uh, I had him in the reasons why a the guy Hornets who like is so excited to see plays like this yes. and like. I don't really. I I say like I love the Hornets, but like I haven't watched too many Hornets. I have no idea why Malik Monk is even in the game right now. But him driving past the Kings oh. to go for an and one. Let's go. Gosh. And the announcer is just going nuts to go for an and one to tie the game, and then a clutch oh, free throw to dang. win it. Uh, yeah, that goes. That easily makes the list. 
And of course, it's Malik Monk. Like, yeah. So one of the underrated teams I had were the Charlotte Hornets. And one of the reasons why I had them was because they're commentators. Because they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's man. great. Del Curry, the other one. Del Curry yes. is the straight man. Yes. <laughs> the commentator yeah. is this out-of-control lunatic. Hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we he, have it muted he, right now, but like, I think I, I think his phrase was, oh, golly, Miss Molly, or something like <laughs> something really weird. I don't know why he said it, but I love it. Hey, when you're so excited, it get, you say It gets extra points for that. Yes. Good for you, Malik Monk. Yes. All right. Oh, let's go man. to number six. Number six, Dang. we have uh, Cole Anthony. Okay, okay. The rookie uh, going up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. This was early season two. Sadly, Cole Anthony's been out uh, since this, uh, basically. But, uh, you know, so some good shine for the Magic. Yes. Okay. Also, this is a uh, it gets some extra points here because it, it's at the buzzer. Okay, yes. And awesome shot. Three-pointer to win. Uh, and I believe they need, oh, they need it too. Yeah, they're down too. Yeah. Miss a free throw. Oh, man. Cole Anthony runs down the court with four seconds to go. Oh. Nails this three. <laughs> Boom. Good bench reaction. Get it, Rick. <laughs> Great oh, bench man. reaction. Uh, Greg Anthony, who is his father, who is a, a analyst for T- for the TNT shows and stuff like that. Oh, that's that. his dad? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's oh, his son. Oh, shoot. And so, yeah, they actually have a reaction to him watching the Oh, game my gosh. Like, yeah, that's something to watch. That's going to make my dad. heart warm. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see your son hit a game winner in an NBA game. Like in his rookie season, oh my yes. son's made it. Yes, it's great. Good for him. Uh, coming up next, uh, Dort. Dort. Dort against the Spurs. Anything against the Spurs, I'm here for. That's part of the reason why it's here. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But the other part is the the reaction. He yeah. hits he hits a wide open three for one thing, but falls down after the shot okay. to celebrate. And t- it's a great pile up of the teammates. The teammates are excited and they pile on top of him because he just lays down afterwards. Good pass by Al Horford, too. I don't know what Patty Mills is doing in this oh. situation. <laughs> I do remember lays this. Down. Also, also, he gets a little extra points because of the, his teammates sliding into his side. I think I know that that hurt. <laughs> I was just about to say, he like, gets a that little did bit not of look like a graceful your landing. don't hurt you after the game winner, it's yeah. not as good. Yeah. Your teammates should assault you. Oh, man. I would not want to be the bottom of a dog pile. I don't know why he laid down. I, would, I probably wouldn't do it. Well, he laid down because he probably didn't know how to react. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Good for Dort. Uh, we have, I think this is game one of the season. Jason Tatum. Yes. Over yes. Giannis. Yes. I, I love this one. For the win. This one uh, gets a little bit of extra points, too, because Tatum has a, sh- a terrible game in this game. And just completely Ooh. saves it in this Definitely. one moment. With this great Bank. defense by Giannis, but this banker. Bank's always open. Oh, my gosh. Like, how do you... So, yeah. that is really impressive. I will not take away anything from that, but mm-hmm. I just, if it was a swish, it would be higher up on the list. Pro- oh, probably. But the fact that you make it off the glass like that makes it even more you impressive you think about Giannis. it. Giannis yes. is an all-time He's defender. He's like almost like, what, 30 feet tall? Giannis, and it's not like Giannis slouched on this right. play either. Because he steps back too. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I was I remember watching that because I was just mad because like Tatum had a terrible game. Yeah, That's, hey, just saved it. It don't matter. Number three, we have Luca. You knew it was gonna be Ooh, here. What's here? You knew it was gonna be here. We were texting back and forth in this game uh, against the Celtics earlier this year. This yes. is pro- uh, this will probably be looked back as the turnaround moment for the Mavs. This it season. really was. Uh, yeah. Dude. For one thing, he hits two in a row. I love the smacking of the of the of the soundboard, yes. whatever that uh, whatever that is. The side, because you know what's funny about it to me? If he would have missed it, he also would have hit yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. He's like, I'm hitting this thing regardless. Yeah. 
Well, and the thing is, the shot before was a terrible possession. He's just dribbling the ball. Oh, it was a broken play. Up a three. He made nothing. He made something out of nothing. And the best part about this is shout out to Brad Stevens at half court, pretty much playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> and that's almost an identical play from his game winner against the Clippers in the playoffs last year. Bang! <laughs> I love that hit. Oh man, Luca! Happy Luca is one of my favorite people in the world. I know, Mad Luca. She's like, come on, bro. Yes, get it, get over. It's like, it. grow up. But Happy Luca is like, I just want to be your best friend. Like, I'm gonna be like, yeah, right now. Grow up is the right way to put it. All right, number two, our number second two. Uh, Hornet. Hornets. Oh one. baby, Terry Rozier versus the Warriors. Oh man, how do you not love this one? Terry. This is another announcer going nuts. Him hitting this jumper. Oh! <laughs> right Great defense. Better offense. I don't even think he thought he was going to make that when he shot that. I mean, I, I believe in this game he was uh, the centerpiece <laughs> of them coming back in it and was hitting shot after shot. So I think this was just his night. Right. But Terry's Oh, clutch. my gosh. Go That's right. good defense, Oh, too. my gosh. But just such in your face. Oh, look at Steve Gray. He kicks the ball because he's so pissed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the first time I've noticed that, too. That's great. Oh my gosh. Steve Kerr, underrated funny guy. <laughs> God. All right. Number one, and I don't I don't really see any debate from you. I think I nailed this list. Okay. I don't okay. think I'm gonna get any debate from this one either. Number right. one is by far it's Damian Lillard. Oh yes. <laughs> Damian Lillard yes. against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, part of it's mainly just because of the comeback of yes. this. I and I also happen to watch this live as it happened, which is un and I'm rooting for the Bulls because like I want I'm rooting for the Mavs to like whatever helps the yeah. Mavs is good. So I'm rooting for the Bulls just for that fact. And when Dame hits the shot, I, for one thing, I can't even believe they had an opportunity. It's a jump ball with 6.2 seconds left. The Portland is down by two. And Damian Lillard is my second favorite. Player and both in the short guys, Zach Levine for one thing. And da- it, the ball just oh. ends up in Dame's hand. Step back, Golly. jumper three, boom. Look, Game. he. If I'm picking anybody in the NBA to shoot the final shot. I'm picking Damian Lillard probably every single time. Yeah, he's definitely one of the guys. Like, he's number one on my list. And that part of that is because I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. But, like, golly, that dude is so clutch. Oh, man. It, I like, think, okay, I think this is a clip. Uh, Cantor actually kisses him after he makes the shot. I don't I don't know if, like, this is the video where you can see. There is a video where they is show Is it not Cantor. in the Oklahoma game? Yeah, th- who did he kiss in that? I want to say shout out to the cars in the background <laughs> making this look like a preseason game. <laughs> or a potential dunk contest from a few I, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It really changes the vibe to make it not look like It's like, like when you're in the mall, like game. what is yeah. it, like the North Park Mall? Like they have like cars in there every yeah. once in a while. Gosh. It ruins the vibe, honestly, but at the same time, it doesn't... It you know what would have been dope if he got in the car afterwards? <laughs> oh, just jumped on it right afterwards? <laughs> Oh man! What would they have done? They couldn't have done anything. No, I'm saying like ghost ride the whip, like get in the car, like <laughs> act like you're doing anything. Like, oh man, that would have been great. So yeah, uh, any debate from that? Those that's our official top seven for right now, and we'll update it later. Okay, there's one I would add to the list, but I would I don't know where I would put it. It's Russell Westbrook's game winner. Yeah, and we were talking about this the other day i was like because i remember i was 30 seconds late watching that game and i missed the buzzer beater just because it's just like that was wild yeah. that game i don't what was the the uh the time after that after he hit the shot did they have a little couple seconds left afterwards i can't remember off the top of my head but i feel like it was like a buzzer beater it definitely was a buzzer beater it was i think it was one of those things where like uh they had a possession afterwards and a timeout, and that kind of kills. 
Okay. Kills it. All all seven of those I just showed you were just like you know There's, the great yeah. the okay. moments. I gotcha. So yeah, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> so that'll be our official like list it. for right now. Yes. And like if another one comes up, well, yes. you can bring it. I was like, hey, this should be added right yes. now. And all right, we'll cut one. I guess. Yes. Which right now, as of right now, will be Malik Monks. But yeah. Like, you know, okay. I like it. It's hard. It's hard to stay on this. Is yes. only seven. Yes, I like that. I like <laughs> it a lot. All right. So that's going to conclude the first episode of the Cookies Man, Jam podcast. This was fun. I know. It's great. I love it. Great time. Um, if you want to contact us further or find out more about us, you can look us up on Twitter at two F one BWT at on Twitter. Uh, that stands for Two Friends One Big Waste of Time. That is the podcast that this. Uh, this show is under yes and uh you can also email us at 2f1bwt at gmail.com email questions email questions yeah if you have them maybe we'll make that into a segment hey, no matter like what that. it is sports related just or basketball related ask us questions yeah let's, let's keep it basketball yes <laughs> yes but yeah uh we will be definitely be doing more of these and hope to uh, hear from you guys soon yes and, yeah hope you guys enjoy it all right uh signing off for now uh see you guys later peace